Hi guys, this is As a Matter of Fact, It's Likely Your Opinion, which is part three of the Cash Coach series, Money on Your Mind. A blog series created to tell you exactly what you need to know about your brain and your spending habits in a straightforward and simple format. So today I'm going to be talking about confirmation bias and I'll start with an example from when I was younger and then really go into what this is. So when I was younger, I really wanted a cat and my parents always fought me on this, telling me it was too much money, telling me that the cat would destroy the house and I really disagreed because I didn't care, I just wanted a cat. So I did my research and I told him that owning a cat only costs an extra $500 per year, which is less than how much he spends on coffee all year combined. And he came back at me saying, what do you mean only $500? That $500 can be in my 401k for decades. It can be invested in other places. It has so much potential, you're being wasteful. I didn't really understand this at the time, but it was a perfect example of confirmation bias. And what this bias really is, is that we seek information that supports conclusions we want to be true because we ignore information that doesn't fit what we believe in already. This also takes a form in which we interpret objective pieces of information in different ways to prove our various points, just like what me and my dad is. We took a relatively objective pieces of information saying that there is $500 to provide for a cat per year, and I took it and twisted it saying that $500 is nothing, and I compared it to something as trivial and non-essential as coffee for him. He took that back saying that has so much potential, I can turn $500 into so much more useful ways instead of owning cat. So in short, confirmation bias is really saying that humans are subconsciously biased and tend to be bad at being objective even if we try not to be because we are always looking for things that support our pre-existing beliefs. So how can this affect your wallet? Let's take a look at investments first. So confirmation bias can actually lead you to jump to conclusions and be overly optimistic or pessimistic about your investments. For example, if you've always wanted to invest in the tech industry, you're more likely to remember and recall information from articles that promise growth and predict growth within the tech industry, telling you that it's a great idea over articles that disagree and say there might be a decline in the future because you just really want to invest and your brain is overlooking this information subconsciously. So ignoring this information and looking at investments with these rose-tinted glasses might dismiss important information that you need to be prepared for if you're investing. It's also very impactful in other big decisions like deciding where you're going to move. So for example, if you're deciding to rent a flat in London or not, you might be searching living in London rather than a more appropriate question of should I move to London? Because in the first search when you're just searching living in London, the assumptions made that you will be moving into London and you'll likely get more anecdotal stories and articles about why living London is great, what people's everyday lives are like. The second question, should I move to London, will likely return more objective answers. It will help you weigh the pros and cons of living in this area, whether that 
includes factors like cost of living, the weather, the demographics, and this balance of information of good and bad information about this decision will help you make a more objective and informed choice. Even if you really find London appealing to live in, there might be some key factors there that convince you not to move there at the end of the day. So when you look at both of these examples that use confirmation bias that affect your spending, the key takeaway is to notice that the arguments that go against your desired outcome or your perspective allow you to make the right decision and be prepared no matter what the outcome is. So in order to look at this information objectively, you can't just use your memory to recall information. You're going to recall whatever you want to be true. So you have to see how the facts can support your argument and the counter-argument in order to find out how much your truth and your opinion can really overlap. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. As a matter of fact, it's likely your opinion. And please check out our blog at cashcoach.io for more financial education tips.